There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the final hour. That's right. Saying goodbye is so hard. Our final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday. June 24th. Yes, jeez. Yes. 22. I'm getting this. You know why? Why why fight? Why fight? Why oh, fight the moonlight? Yeah, the moonlight. Leanne oh. rhymes. Why fight the moonlight? The and moonlight. why fight oh. Frye? Just you just can't own fight it. it. That's right, Lex. Oh, you think we're going to play that song on the Pride Parade Sunday? What song, my love? The, the, can't, can't find, find the, the moonlight. moonlight. Sure, I love that song, but oh. it has to be It has to be the remix, be though. It has, thank you. Yes, yes. Don't yes, give yes. me that, that. There's a slow version of that song that's yeah. that's horrible. Don't give me that crap. I no. want the fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leanne Rhymes can't fight the, the movie. The Coyote Ugly version. Yeah, the Coyote Ugly. Yeah. No one's asked us about that this year. Have you noticed? Like, hey, what songs do you want? They usually ask us what playlist songs we want. I oh, think they're yeah. very busy with lots of things and just nailing down that we could get a trolley. Truth. Uh, I prefer to whine and say they just don't care about us. So that's what I prefer. <laughs> we have to work in the same default. building. <laughs> we have to work in the same building with these people. I prefer to say they don't love us. So that's what I. Maybe that's how he gets what he wants. If he says that, they'll go, no, 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 please, Jason, please. We do love you. Okay. Um, I, Dawn, I like to call myself. The greasy gay wheel. You know, the greasy wheel gets... Greasy, greasy. The greasy wheel gets turned, so... Oh, my gosh. Where's that WD-40? And that little straw you put in there. I lost the straw. What am I going to do? That's right, girl. Hey, uh, coming up... No, we have a fun uh, fun hour for you. The Dirt Alert's coming up, and then at 8.30, Dawn's review of a classic, Popeye. Not Peepie, not Poopie, not <laughs> Pippie, not Pupie. He needs me, he needs me. Oh, God, what have I done, Lex? What the <laughs> hell have I done? You were so um, proud of this one, too, and then you announce it. And you were with me first, there, I, Sister Soldier. I, I, was, I was, no, absolutely. I should say we, not you. But you yeah. were, and then I jumped on board of the mm-hmm. hurrah train there. And then it was, turns out it was Don's very first movie, right? <laughs> yeah, Ever in, in the a theater. theater. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And fond, fond memories. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. What um, the hell have I done? Can we please, <laughs> let's get this, um, not out of the way, but let's announce our app. Uh, madness winner yes. before you, we get into Elvi. Yeah, you completely Smart. read my mind. I was totally going to do that, but once again, you're way better than I am. So, yes, yeah. uh, before I've we get into... I've forgotten every day except for today. 
No, let's get it's before uh, Elvi. I love I love that you call him Elvi. Before we get into the Elvi, we do have a winner, don't we, Don? We do. This okay. is uh, for the 20th anniversary party that will happen at Lush on July 21st. Two tickets. You don't have to call us back. We'll just email you. Your name is Nicole Kunkel. 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 K-U-N-K-E-L. I don't sound very confident with that, but that is the way it's spelled. Kunkel. Larry, are you my Kunkel? <laughs> Kunkel. Well, there's so many like. It's a new Gunkel. Yeah. It's not a Gunkel. That's a gay uncle. This is a Kunkel. There's so many like Newtsons around here with the K's, and so I was really oh. wanting to focus to make sure it wasn't one of those Minnesota names. Cool. Uh, Nicole, congrats. Congratulations, Nicole Kunkel. Miss Kunkel, congratulations. And if you want to win like Nicole, you have to get the app. That's how you can enter to win. We announce four winners every day, and you get to bring a friend. So That's right. Check it out. Hopefully we're doing it next week. It's going to be fun. So there we go. Congratulations, Kunkel. Um, And I just found out that Rocco is making the playlist. Oh, so really? That means oh, it's only does. songs Donna and Steve want to hear. What? So that's what that means. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be submitting their list to Rocco, and oh that will be God. the only songs played. Oh, gosh. Did he just text you? What? Did he just no, text you? I got a text. No, not from Rocco. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so but this is his secret texter that tells him things. Uh-huh. That's right. I know who it is. My 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 corporate spy. Uh-oh. No. It was Uh-oh. Phil. It was Phil Jones, Goobers. It Phil? was Phil Jones. That How heard, does yeah. Phil know? <laughs> I guess they talked about it on uh, uh Skippy and Donna. Uh, so oh, Donna I see. And Skippy. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh fun. He you know what? Rocco does a good job. Yeah. We're in good hands if he's picking the music. That's right. Uh-huh. Because if yes. we just make sure that he guards the boom box or whatever we played out, because Lori and Julia will go, I don't like this one and skip past something <gasps> that right. we really like. Yeah, well, we're like, I don't what need to the hell? That was my song I submitted. Lori and Julia will take care of it. I, what am I worried about? Yeah, They won't be there, though. They won't? No. They won't? They're still in New York. They went oh. to New York. How long Gracie did they get to go to New York? How long is the Gracie the weekend? They're staying for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. I feel like it's, they've been there for two weeks. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I didn't know this was optional. Yeah, well... Can't we win an award we this week? Just, we just went and picked up a Gracie award, didn't we, Lex? Yes, we did. It didn't get shown on Channel 5 this morning. Oh, right. I saw Lori and Julia won the Gracie Award. It's like the station won one. We went there for one and a half days. Welcome to Bitter Betty's in the Morning. Amy tried to make us ride a uh, (laughs) double-decker bus. Oh, we so I so wanted to do that, but they were not air-conditioned, and it was like 200 degrees, remember? Oh, God, I couldn't love this more. (laughs) Hopefully Uh, we haven't taken up too much time. No, we haven't. (laughs) For Austin Butler. No, we haven't. Don't worry. Elvis will be here. Um... (laughs) So I got a chance to, uh, I talked to the cast of Elvis uh, uh, last week and the little clip I'm going to play. This is my conversation with Elvis himself, uh, the very unattractive Austin Butler. Oh, I um, bet. He's so <laughs> Lex. Hot. It's gruesome, Lex. It just, I, oh. It's gruesome how ugly he is. Um, no, he was so sweet. And there's, uh, this is my last two questions. I, I uh, talk about what it was like to inhabit him. And then... 
He gave something I didn't. I was very surprised about this. I, I wanted him to take us to the first day on the set. So, uh, so here we go. Here's a little bit of my conversations with the king. What what part of Elvis was the hardest nut for you to crack as far as forming him? Because it's now it's pretty well known that you did years of research. But what was the hardest era of Elvis for you to wrap your brain around? It it was. Um, I I think I mean I don't I can't think of it in terms of an era necessarily. It was it was how it all fits together, and how mm. uh, how y- you know it's 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 tricky in the beginning to strip away all those misconceptions and the 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 icon or the caricature of Elvis. Uh, because we've all sort of seen people do Elvis impressions or whatever that thing is, and uh, so for me it was, it was really becoming intensely fascinated with who is he when nobody's looking, uh, and how does that evolve over the years? How does he spiritually evolve over those years? How how, how does his hopes and dreams? How do they evolve? And 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 feeling that in a subjective manner, uh, that. That was really the, the fascinating thing because everything moves out of that. It's, it's his spirit m- making him move the way that he does on stage or whatever those things are. I, I have just a few seconds. First yeah, day on the set, you talked about spiritual. Your yeah. first appearance as Elvis was spiritual as an audience goer. What was that like for you? It was very spiritual. It was. Uh, and this was the part. I was really surprised by this. And just think about, you know, Don, you'll, you'll put yourself in this position. Think about his answer if you were this actor. Listen mm. to this, the pressure. The first, the very first performance I did was 68 Special. And it's one of the most iconic moments in rock and roll history. And suddenly, after a year and a half of preparation, here's the moment of truth. I got to get out there and, and do this in front of cameras. And I felt so much responsibility and weight. And what comes with that is fear. And, and, uh, and I felt like everything was on the line the film, my career, my life. Uh, and I was in the dressing room beforehand with the knowledge that everything was on the line for Elvis. This, this was his comeback special. This is the moment where his career is, is, as a musician is completely on the line. And, uh, and so I could take all of that and go out there. And by the time that I got out on stage and I felt the music, and I, I felt the genuine emotion from the crowd and saw one girl blush and another girl smile and a guy rocking out, all of that. And then looking down and seeing the leather on my arms and the rings on my fingers and the guitar and the stage and everything being identical to what he was seeing, it felt like I was looking out of his eyes. And I felt like I was feeling exactly what he was. It was like this merge to where I didn't feel like I was making a movie at all. And that's a complete out-of-body experience that is very spiritual. It was, it was, I will never forget what that felt like. It was incredible. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, you've trained to be Elvis for two and a half years. Wow. You've read everything. You've, uh, you've studied every piece of video. And you're hoping your first day on the set is maybe just a little intimate scene. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, a little quiet. Just, can I just have Easing. a scene with Priscilla? Just can I have a little bitty scene with Priscilla? But no, the scene that they pick is, as he said, and it's not hyperbole, <clears throat> the, the 68 comeback special 
was, I mean, not only just for Elvis, but for pop culture, uh, everybody knows that version of Elvis. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Everyone that red background and that leather suit, that one, that leather suit that he wore, the black leather suit, it's it's in it's enshrined in pop culture, and that's your first day. <laughs> that's as an actor. I mean, wow. I don't know. I thought that was like wow. That would have been a day. I love his voice. Yeah, he wow. joked at the beginning of the interview. He joked that it's hard to get him out of he he. It, it, it's hard to get out of that spell of the his voice has changed, he said, because he's oh. he's changed it so much uh, practicing the different voices of Elvis that, um, you know, young Elvis, 70s Elvis, that I think it's had kind of a permanent, <laughs> permanent effect <laughs> on him. Um, but There's yeah, I a found a tinge him, of Johnny Depp and Matthew McConaughey in there a little bit, yeah. a little bit. I found him quite. Um, that's just a little portion of the interview. I, I really liked him. He was very sweet. I watched other interviews with him and the way he treated all of the reporters. I mean, this guy, all these actors, it's not woe is them, but they get asked the same four questions over and over again. And he was so nice to all of them. I got the chance to watch a few and he treated everybody like it was their first, like it was his first round. And that was nice to see. Awesome. So he's thirty. A, he was born in nineteen ninety one. I didn't really need to hear that, but wow. that's great, Lex. Thanks for yeah. that age. Thank well, you. I could be his mom, basically. We, that's Don, my you and I, we, I and she yeah. was born in ninety one. Yeah, you and I could have birthed him, Don. Just take. He, I mean, not well, together. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, I was just well, like you know, the combination worked. between both of our faces together mm-hmm. in one kid. Oh, cute. Right. That's right. That's right. What a- <laughs> Lex, this is a, she's already the favorite aunt of our uh-huh, fake child. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> Auntie Alexis with oh. little Austin. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that sounds like Popeye a little bit there. <gasps> Be careful. Ooh. Be careful. She bites. Anyway, when we come back, <laughs> the Dirt Alert with Dawn next. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews for my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. Be sure to let them know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming around the globe on our my talk app. I'm Jason, Alex and Dawn. It is our responsibility to update you on the big, giant, huge, puffy stories in entertainment. Mm-hmm. And here to deliver those stories is one Don McClain. Yes, uh, Ezra Miller, The Flash. Um, he, you know, they've been looking Ooh. for him to try to serve him papers and all of his, oh my gosh, just this, the dude has it's gone off the deep end. Okay, so the latest is, is that he is um, in Vermont at his estate, which is like a 96-acre property. It's a farm. And he is there with a woman and her three children that he picked what? up along his travels when he was in Hawaii. So he <sighs> flew them to, and get this, that's not the bad part. He, she's at his farm with him. They're holed up there. There are apparently a bunch of firearms everywhere. Oh, my And goodness. ammunition and marijuana. The kids are from age one to five, somewhere within there. There, There's like assault rifles lying around and pot and bullets. Like, this is going to end badly. This I feel like if, well. if you are somebody who is now this disturbed and you have a bunch of assault rifles around and you're yeah. hiding out on a farm and there's kids there. I believe, I mean, if if the uh, young girl from, well, she's 18 now, but the girl that he was a predator, basically, uh, preyed upon a, a Native American girl when he went to go to um, the Dakotas, the South Dakota, North Dakota, one of the Dakotas, for <laughs> yeah. the, enti- the whole pipeline, the oil yes. pipeline protests. She was 12 when he met her. Um, they maintained friends, and then he started to fly her places, uh, wanted to sleep in the same bed with her. Her parents are like, she, you know, they've brought him to court over this. She's now 18 and says uh, she uses they and them as her pronouns now, like he does. And she says, I'm fi-, or they say, I am fine. I am, there's no abuse going on here. But I really, really believe that they've been brainwashed. Yes. You know, if you've been with this celebrity who's been grooming you, really, since you were 12, you're brainwashed. Her videos are very calculated in the way she speaks. It's like she's trying to pick every, they're trying to pick every correct word. And then this addition to this story is that uh, they have this family here um with guns around i'm just i am just scared this is going to end really badly oh Oh, it will end poorly so scary to me i don't know i just it just what about this mom's family yeah are are they well this mom apparently was down on her luck in in you know, and kind of latched on to Ezra Miller when he was in, or sh- I'm sorry, they, I'm so sorry oh, to not no. use the correct pronouns. It's just uh, with all the people, it gets confusing, but no disrespect. Um, so anyway, that's what's going on with Ezra Miller, the latest. Uh, wow. Okay, well, how about J.K. Rowling getting pranked by some people who said they were Zelensky from Ukraine? Oh, I missed this. What happened? A couple of Russian comedians did a Skype with her, and yep. I have the, the audio here so you oh. can hear some of the things they asked. And we will deal with refugees and children after the Russian leave our land. You must understand right. that the weapons are more important now, but we cannot advertise it. I can say it, I can say in the press that the money was spent on children, children and the, 
Yeah. She's just nodding her head. Here. And we will yeah. buy and low missiles with them in the UK. So let's do that. Okay, I understand completely. And by the way, I ordered that our fighters write uh, Avocado Av Avdra Kedavra. Avdra Kedavra. Yeah, yeah. On exactly. the on the missiles that we will launch at Donetsk and Lugansk. So how do you like this joke? I love the joke. I love. Oh God! So oh. that comedian Ew. said that they wrote whatever the spell is, the abracadabra, but it's something else. You guys are bigger Harry Potter fans, and I am on the missiles that they were sending over. And she goes, "I love that. I love that. Yes." Oh. And then there was a talk about Dumbledore, whether or not he's gay. And then the person asked, um, hopefully Dumbledore hasn't slept with a transgender. And oh, then God. she laughed at that, too. So her people have come out and said after learning she wasted her time talking to Russian trolls. Her spokesperson told The Hollywood Reporter the video, which has been edited, is distorted representation of the conversation. And it's entirely distasteful. Uh. I mm-hmm. I can't. I, I'm gonna. You're gonna. Happy Pride. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. That's right. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Handler is suing a lingerie company because she had an endorsement with them, and um, she took a lot of time to work out and get her body ready for these photo shoots. She flew <laughs> to Canada. She's in some type of a. I mean, she's out in the snow in a bikini. I mean, uh, she's basically... And then they pulled out at the last minute. So she's suing them for $1.5 The company is called Third Love. And she was just, you know, put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, and so... Wow. She should. Yeah, well, I mean, she did they sign a contract. Did they sign something? Then yeah. yeah so now they pulled oh. out of it. So oh, yeah. that's just nope, bad girl. news. Pay her. You you Get going that money. to court? <laughs> <laughs> you going to court? When we come back, my misguided attempt at a forced movie review assignment. <laughs> um, that's what we're going to call this. Don McLean reviews Popeye. When we come back. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N dot E-D-U or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. Live on my talk with a 7-1 and live streaming on a little thing called a website. And then you can listen to us later on <laughs> a thing that? called Thank, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a little thing called an app that you could download and listen to us later. That's mm-hmm. right. Take us anywhere. Tap that app. Mm-hmm. And Funerals, you can win. Baby you win showers. tickets to our party. Mm-hmm. Our 20th anniversary. Wow. It's hard to believe. Wow, 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 wow. Hard to believe. We've been around for 20 years. Oh, gosh. Not us, the station in general. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. 
I thought I was doing a good thing, <laughs> but it turns out I played right into Dawn's beautiful little hands. It's time for forced movie reviews. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Oh my gosh! I had such a great time watching Popeye last night okay, with I don't my really boyfriend. Need that. Thank you. Because don't really he loves that. it too, and he can do okay, a great, great Popeye voice. And we just great. did Popeye and olive oil back and forth to each other all night, pretty much. <laughs> a little cosplay? Um, no cosplay because I wasn't dressed up, but I am dressed up today, which I was just working on putting mm-hmm. that on my Instagram. Didn't have Thank time. You. I will load that up as I speak. <laughs> Great. Okay, so um, it starts out. So Robert Altman did this fabulous film. Um, it's a musical. Uh, I saw it in 1980, December of 1980. It was the first movie that I'd seen in a theater. Um, so I was very excited about it. Uh, it's just brilliant. It really is great because it's the momentum of the Popeye cartoons that just keeps going. And there's such great choreography in the scenes, like dinner mm-hmm. scenes where it's like everybody's in motion and everybody's in sync. It's like that must have taken a ton of time to do. Honestly, because Mm -hmm. it's not like they're making a bunch of quick cuts. They are all like there are plates going over people's heads just at the right time. So it starts out um, uh, Popeye arrives in Sweet Haven and uh, nobody wants to board him because he's a dirty old sailor and he is looking for his papa. Okay, and now the olive oils family, the oils, they take him in because they have a room for rent. And at the time, olive oil is escaping her fourth engagement party from um, Bluto. Um, And she has a great song called it's like where she goes, he's large. It's a real, really cute song. Um, she has a suitcase and a big basket. And then she runs at, into Popeye because he was sort of pushed out of the engagement party. So she's sitting there with, and he's like, where are you going? She's like, oh, fooey, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going that way. I'm going this way. And so then suddenly somebody switches her basket out with a basket with a baby in it, uh. which is where Sweet Pea comes in. Here's oh, my sweet pea. Brought one today. This is one of Dawn. my haunted dolls that I've yep. wrapped up. Sweet pea has like a mermaid tail. You <gasps> sweet know, sweet pea. pea is just in a little blanket. And you uh, think I have the freaky dolls? Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's my uh-huh. sweet pea. Um, and that baby is the cutest baby ever. So expressive. Oh my gosh, this actor baby does such a great job. <laughs> Um, Where's that baby now? Ah, uh, yeah. Huh. Well, we looked looked him up. Yeah, oh, you yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, nineteen. It was he was a baby in nineteen eighty, so that makes him. Well, he's how, a man. Yeah, he's a man. He's yeah. forty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so then, of course, um, they get together a lot because Olive Oil loves Sweet Pea and wants to be around the baby. Then they find out that the Sweet Pea is a psychic, and whenever something is correct, Sweet Pea whistles. So um, they, Wimpy steals Sweet Pea and takes him to the horse races, which are really just little car. They're little like, like you would see at a carnival. It's not real horses. (laughs) And so the baby will tell him which, Sweet Pea will tell him which horse to bet on. And then they make a whole bunch of money. Well, Popeye is very mad because he thinks gambling's evil. And he takes and moves out and takes the baby. Um, 
then everybody goes crazy because he dumps the tax collector, this guy that's getting taxed from everybody the whole time, into the ocean. <laughs> and it's this big slide, and everybody goes crazy with this celebration that the tax collector's been dumped in the ocean. During the celebration, though, uh, Wimpy still steals Sweet Pea again oh. and gives him to Bluto for a hamburger. <laughs> Just a hamburger. That's it. The baby gets sold. Bluto's going to take him to make a fortune. Um, He gets on the Commodore's ship, and it turns out to be Popeye's dad. The Commodore is Popeye's dad. Full circle. Full circle moment, Simba. Who is a super famous actor. Um, Oh, gosh. What's his name? I had it written down in here. Ray Walston. He was Mr. Hand from Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Mr. Martian and in everything. You look at this guy and you go, oh, that guy, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And at the end, the only thing I didn't like is that at the end, so they're trying to chase Bluto. He's on a ship. Um, Popeye's dad, Pappy, uh, you know, they're chasing him. And then they get out and there's this octopus underwater. And they're by these little this little island called like Scrum Island or something. And so then there's an underwater scenes. And I didn't really like that. Um, but then finally, Popeye gets spinach because his dad keeps making him try to eat spinach, and he eats the spinach. And there's so many cartoony, like, where he's punching him in the face really fast, really fast, and, like, winds up his big arm and then punches him through the water. And then he punches the octopus, and the octopus flies, like, 16 miles out into the sea Whoa. to get that away. And then <clears throat> Spinach. Did you eat a bunch of spinach after seeing this, or...? I feel like you needed to, Don. No. Was it such a magical experience for you? No, but it was so great. And just seeing something on film (gasps) again and not in a digital HD format is also special. So, oh my gosh, Poppies. He needs me. He needs me. He needs me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what is that? Poppy's name is Poop Deck. Oh, Pappy's name is Poop Deck? Okay. Wow, I did not know that. Well, that's great. The casting is phenomenal in this. I don't know why it got such bad reviews, honestly. It's kind of a cute little musical masterpiece in my mind. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, here's a little bit of olive oil. (laughs) Here's a little bit of uh, olive oil singing, He Needs Me. Yes. It could be fantasy. Oh. Or maybe it's because He needs me, 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 he needs me So you kind of answered my question now, let's put your love of uh, Peepie and Poopie and all of them aside. Yeah. Poop deck. Does it, it does hold up, you think, Dawn? All right. Because it I, didn't yeah. get good reviews. It, it didn't, didn't get good get, reviews. No, it didn't do well. I don't understand that because it was just choreographed so well as like a stage musical. It's probably why I loved it so much and still love it. Um, the casting is just so good. I think that Robin Williams' Popeye is so brilliant. He is sounds exactly like him. He looks like him. He does all the little quick, fast moves with his feet. He's like, you know, all that little vocalization. Um, I think it does hold up. I, do, I, okay. I just think that the storyline is very simple because we're basing it off of a cartoon. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a very old cartoon. A very a old nineteen thirties, right. Yeah. Uh yeah. MC has had it on DVD and then he also had a whole compilation of old nineteen thirties Popeye cartoons because he oh, loves Popeye that I much. I was wondering where you watched it. Okay. Dead home. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's free on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's free. That's I when I signed it, I was like, You're okay, like, oh, I'm good, make I'm sure. gonna help her. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, but it's on it they don't even charge you. So yeah. that's where I You don't even we have to have YouTube Plus or something. No, you do not. Okay. Well, I tried, everyone. My <laughs> talkers, I tried. I thought for sure this was going to be a home run, didn't I, Lex? Yeah, I texted oh, very Lex. confident. Yeah, weeks before. Weeks before. I've got the perfect film for Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> but Oops. alas, I do not. Okay, the Cat Video Festival will be back Thursday, August 4th, presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. Submit your videos now. Hey, a dollar from each ticket sold goes to the Animal Humane Society. Keyword cat at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, Dawn, I'm not even going to say revenge. Dawn was delighted. (laughs) Be nice, Dawn. uh, Dawn is going to assign Alexis Uh a horror film when we return. On Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. When you want to be in great company, come on along to the place where you belong. Come on, come on, baby, we're reaching out, it's you and me. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. One of my favorite cheesy ass network <laughs> promos of all time. Come on along with ABC. I used uh, to take a, I used to take a tape recorder, put it up against my television, and record that song, and then go out on the streets by my uh, grandma's house and act like I was in the promo. Oh and that is an absolute That's true story. One hundred percent true story. We should reenact so, that. We should. Uh, hey, Alexis, I'm not that kidding. That is so cute. I'm gonna just say this. I told I told Dan and Amy and Brooke and anyone that would listen to me. I think it would be hysterical. Once you know, I mean, now you know the world is kind of in the pot. But I said I think because nostalgia is so hip right now and so in I oh, think it yeah. would be hysterical to re-record one of these cheesy network promos and then have the my talk family recreate them you know what I mean as a promotional campaign yes. it's, pop, it's pop culture it's nostalgia it's our brand and I think us walking around the streets of the Twin Cities recreating this, especially that one, would be phenomenal. But, you know, they don't listen. That's right. Uh, they don't want they anything don't to do with you. Remember no, you said earlier Rocco, they don't yeah, like Rocco, you. Rocco, Donna, and Steve. They only, that's, that's all they listen to. Just, just Donna. I'll, maybe I'll tell Steve, and then if Steve tells oh, them, they'll do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. Force movie review part two. Here we go. You're making me Make sure he says it was his idea. Yeah. Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. Oh, gosh. Okay, I don't know when you're actually going to review this because Jason's going to be gone uh, next Friday, Uh starting his vacation. Um, And then the 12th, I leave. So, and he comes back after that. Mm -hmm. So it might be August. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe the new school year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so um, this got an 87% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh It's actually a scary, gross, funny movie. And I'm going to play the trailer for you. From Universal Pictures comes a film so shocking. Uh, We've got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face of horror. They're doing things to people. Turning them into some kind of monsters. How's everybody's evening? Good? <laughs> okay, so that's well, Nathan I Fillion. I don't even know what this Sounds is, Don. Okay, it stars Nathan Fillion. He's your hero. He's your star. And you know I'm a big Nathan Fillion fan. I, I paid my VIP pass at Comic-Con to that's have a special, you know, with him. Uh, Castle, <laughs> well, that sounded terrible. You wow, know, you what? get you what? get to get in the autograph line first. You get to be in the front row for uh, the discussions with him and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, VIP. VIP. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is in it. Michael Booker from The Walking Dead. Oh. I, Who's Daryl's brother? Yeah. You I, know, from the beginning? Oh, oh yeah. Merle. Merle. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Fisher from, um, oh, from The Office. Rob what? Zombie. And it's funny, scary, gross. And it is called Slither from 2006. <gasps> Slither? Oh, I never saw Slither. Okay. Slither? Yes. Yeah, so it is about um, a meteorite that crashes <laughs> and it has an alien inside. It has an alien egg that opens up inside and all of these creatures come out that look like big slugs and then they want to inhabit your body. So it's like an alien gross out horror movie. Um, the people that made Dawn of the Dead actually are in charge of it. So it's great. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it is gross, but it's also funny. With it's like guys, Scream. Oh, his head's looking all funky. Oh, she's going to like this one. You went easy on her. I, I kind of did because Popeye <gasps> yeah. was so great. So, you know, Thank this you. one, you know, uh, on Hill will laugh a lot. He's probably he's probably seen it. Oh my goodness, maybe maybe. Uh, Elizabeth sure. Banks is so funny in it. So is Nathan Fillion. I mean, everybody's funny in it. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow! I'm watching the trailer right now. Those leeches. Oof. Yeah, they're really or big slugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, let's. <laughs> but the your... guy keeps transforming and turning around, and he's bloodier and yeah. Pussier. You're real lucky, Lex. You're real lucky. Not only do you have basically four months to watch this. <laughs> I do, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, because again, if you Woo. missed on at the beginning, programming, no, no, this all joking aside, um, will be our Fridays will be a little topsy turvy for a little while. Right. It is the summer. Yep. Uh, because of vacations and 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 time off. Um, so forced movie reviews will return. <laughs> At its regularly scheduled time, 
very, very soon. Well, not so soon. <laughs> not so soon. Uh, We're talking yeah. maybe state fair time. Yeah. And we don't even do it during the state <laughs> yeah. fair. Well, so maybe right. September. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Back to school. Back to school. Yeah, maybe, maybe we just put it on the back burner until uh, post fair. So. We won't even remember what the movie is he's supposed to review. Slither. Let's be on you. Phil will remember. Phil will remember. Slither right here for us. You've got mail. By the way, um, I can't believe this. I was ready for him to be just a a wart on my butt about this. But Phil tweeted he saw he took the family to Elvis last night. He said uh, Austin Butler as Elvis is Elvis. So phenomenal. A great movie top to bottom. I like it more than Top Gun Maverick. (gasps) Oh. He said the only hiccup was Tom Hanks. He came off as the snowman narrator from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer specials. Yeah, yeah, I gotta tell you, look, I can't see I can't, anything but Tom Hanks in the preview. I know, I know, oh, but you know what? I know, yeah. but I gotta tell you, I it, that didn't bother me. Again, okay. saw it twice, and it, you do kind of just you just get used to it, and okay. you you lean into it. So because Tom, that go. guy really sounded like that. It's it sounds like a character, but the guy was a character. So yeah. Anyway, go out there and be yourself. No one can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my blue yeah. suede shoes. Have a great day. Great that, was share, that was more share, That was more share, Whoa. 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 <laughs> you be do. We love you. Be do you. That's what I meant. We love you.